and welcome to Gwinnett Business Radio X and the Giving Back to Gwinnett talk show. The show is represented or presented by Minuteman Press of Duluth, where they design, print, and promote you. So reach out to them if you have any printing needs or uh, marketing of that nature. I am Lynn Robinette, and I am your host of our show, which spotlights local charities serving Gwinnett County and promoting the great work that they do. There are over 4,000 nonprofit organizations just in Gwinnett alone. And today you're going to be hearing from two of these wonderful organizations, and we hope you are touched by their mission and their impact to the community so that you will want to get involved. Today we have with us Keith and Charday from Annandale Village and Nick with High Hope in Lawrenceville. So welcome, guys. I greatly appreciate y'all coming on the show, and I'm looking forward to hearing more about your organizations today. Thanks for having us. Good morning. Thank you. So um, now let's just dive in with uh, Keith and Charday. Tell me, what what is and what does Annandale Village do for our community? Well, we are an organization. It's Annandale Village is a special place where people with intellectual disabilities and those that have experienced a traumatic brain injury can live a life of fulfillment right here in Swanee, Georgia, on our 55-acre campus. We serve adults with Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, autism, Down um, and those that have experienced a traumatic brain injury. And we have a residential campus. So we have um, residential places for our clients from independent living all the way up through skilled nursing. So they're living a life of fulfillment, something that a few years ago, even 10 years ago, wasn't really thought of possible for people with developmental disabilities. Right. So how long has Annandale Village been been in existence? We've been in existence since 1969. A family member wanted to um, find a place for their developmentally disabled daughter. And they traveled the world in search of options, and they found in Europe a place they wanted to model, purchased 124 acres of land in Swanee when Swanee was, you know, 500 people who lived in the community. And today, we are one of the largest nonprofits organiza- nonprofit organizations serving our population throughout the country, actually. That's wonderful. And I've been there. What a wonderful community. And met a lot of the wonderful residents and uh staff very very welcoming so you have uh, to see it to believe it you You can read about it but when you see it it is a beautiful campus it is absolutely and you can tell everybody there enjoys what they do there the residents love being there and they're so active and involved and you know, if you're bored, that's because they want to be bored. There is so many opportunities, and it was such a pleasure being there. So, Thank uh, you. Uh, so what is the secret to your success? You know, I think it's our people. Our people, our employees, our board of directors, our volunteers. Um, th- we are committed to providing the highest level of quality of care to our clients as possible. And when you have that compassion and drive to really see the impact that we can have on the lives of those with developmental disabilities. Um, I think it's our people. Um, we work di- diligently every day to provide the highest level of care and quality of care for those we serve. 
Right. I and you do. You have to have a passion to be very successful. And and you guys have exceeded, I'm sure, all expectations originally designed for your organization. So and the people you can tell there is a lot of passion. You've got to have a love for these people. Big time. Uh, each other, the residents and each other and the staff and so forth. And it is very special. So what are your um, three top priorities within Annandale right now? Um, I think our first one is we just opened up our second assisted living center that's devoted solely for people with developmental disabilities. And um, we're the only nonprofit in the entire country that has assisted living just for people with developmental disabilities. So we are currently filling the new facility, reaching out. We've included a memory care unit as part of our assisted living center. So that's a unique function that we have. Um, The other thing is that we're doing is we're continuing to, as a $9.4 million operation, you know, to keep our doors open, to continue to serve people, to continue to grow, we, it takes $9.4 million to keep our doors open. So we are consistently trying to develop a culture of philanthropy. Mm -hmm. The business community, the foundations, the individuals who have made us so successful We're continuing to develop deeper relationships with them so that we can continue to grow philanthropically as an organization because there is such a great need right now in our community of people who are not receiving services, and we want to fill that gap. But we have to continue to raise those dollars to um, make it happen. Exactly. I'm going to ask another question and and, because I know within the state of Georgia, there are a lot of people in nursing homes under the age of 50. As of about five, six years ago, there were over 5,000 people in the state of Georgia in nursing homes and state-ran institutions. So are are you working with nursing homes trying to pull some of the brain injury recipients out? We do. We have a great (laughs) referral system. Um, If we're not, people recognize Annandale Village a lot of times because we actually are the number one rated nursing home in the state of Georgia and among the top 1% in the country. Therefore, that reputation, we have a lot of phone calls of people who don't have a loved one with a developmental disability, but they want them there because of the Mm -hmm. quality of care. Um, But we work with those other skilled nursing centers throughout the country to help them place their loved one. At Annandale, you have to have a primary diagnosis of intellectual disability before we can serve. There's 3.9 million people in the United States right now with a developmental disability that can't effectively care for themselves. In Gwinnett County alone, there are 800 students exiting the school system that at the age of 22, who have been accustomed to receiving those services throughout their lifetime, the day that you turn 22 years of age, those services are no longer available to you. So there's a lot of younger adults with developmental disabilities that are needing some services. Mm -hmm. And um, I think right now you've got two of the strongest nonprofits in the country, High Hope and Annandale Village. Exactly. Doing what we do. You know, Gwinnett County should be thrilled to have such quality nonprofit organizations serving our population that we do. Huge, huge need. So, uh, and About seven years ago, I was an ombudsman for the state of Georgia, and Annandale's nursing uh, skilled nursing facility was in my territory. Good. Very. I would uh, definitely recommend. 
we just it's re- not big enough though it needs to be bigger because you are you're right they are the best of the best in the state and i've been to many you know one of our greatest fears at annandale is some of we have 52 of our clients have lived at annandale for 25 or more years mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so one of our biggest fears is not having grown enough to be able to continue to serve an individual's loved one as they need to transition to a higher level of care. Exactly. As a result, over the last really five years, we've doubled the size of our nursing home and we've added two new assisted living centers to be able to address the aging population of those with developmental disabilities. But the population is continuing to age. So you will more than likely see Annandale over the next two years, double again the size of our nursing home, or in fact, just build a brand new facility because there's such a need to serve the aging population. Exactly. With developmental disabilities. It is. That's the cleanest nursing home. No odors. I mean, it, it was immaculate. I, I was. Most recently, you know, all nursing homes are monitored. And the state came in recently and did their annual survey and for the fourth year in a row, we were deficiency-free. Not one deficiency, which is, you never find that. Oh, unheard of, absolutely. I mean, most organizations right. are like, you know, we got 10 deficiencies, but we're gonna be okay. We're deficiency-free. That just tells you the quality of care that we're able to provide to mm-hmm. our clients. And I like the way you've got things set up. You've got your nurse station and the rooms are surrounding that. So everybody is in sight. Right. It's lovely. Thank you. Lovely. Yeah. I, oh, I, I can never say enough about you guys. Okay. So I know that you have a customized employment program. Please tell us about that. And I'm looking at Charday with Annandale Village in Swanee, Georgia. Yes, I am the customized employment specialist for that program. Annandale's supported employment supported employment program is very new so we're still working to get individuals in the community and to get them working my role in this program is to help place individuals in environments that are centered around their interest so whatever someone has an interest in doing i support them with getting a job in that type of environment the biggest thing about customized employment is partnering with businesses that want to help give back to the community because a lot of our individuals just don't fit your standard cashier position or your standard stalker position within a business. So negotiating job duties and different things that are required within the workplace and creating positions for somebody to have customized employment is very, very beneficial. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, We'll talk afterwards too because i have some contacts that might be able to assist you guys with that too that's great contacts are amazing what i've learned is that working with small businesses helps a lot because many times within a small business the owners have the ability to change different things they can change what a job requires requirements are and it has more flexibility rather than the big big box stores Right. But we also work with big box stores also, but we really want to target small businesses. Exactly. I think it's not just placing someone. We help our clients develop the skills that are necessary to not only 
get a job, but to maintain a position. And we were actually work, go on the job site with our clients to help them become successful during the workday. Absolutely. And that is such, so, so important for those individuals, for sure. Just like you and I, we want a meaningful day, right? We go to work, Mm -hmm. we want it to be meaningful. And that's the whole thing about this whole new emphasis in the disability community is that we want our clients, those with developmental disabilities, to have the same opportunities for a meaningful day, Mm -hmm. whether that's working full-time or even part-time in a community, or volunteering in a meaningful capacity during the day. We take our clients to and from their workplace. So you could get off at two o'clock in the morning if you mm-hmm. if you had a position and right. we will pick you take pick you up and take you to work every single day so that you're successful. So there's transportation assistance because like Keith said, we take you to and from work. And once you get that customized job, there are on the job support. So I provide job coaching and training on the job for my individuals so that they can be successful. And and that helps with being that liaison between the business owner or management team to your individual, too, because they don't all, you know, management teams don't always know how to work with disabled individuals so that they can be successful. And training at their level is so, so important. You can do all the training at Annandale teaching them everything you know to teach them and get them skilled for that, but actually putting them in that place to where their environment totally changes. That's where their real training starts. Exactly. You know, if you're doing some restaurant work, the dishwasher might be a different brand and you got to learn which buttons. I mean, it's, it's not that easy to where when you're dealing with intellectual disabilities where like you and I could go in and, Oh, that's, this, this, and this, and modify, and we'll know that instantly. So that job coaching is. It's very important. It is. It is. And the program is really centered around, like like he said, meaningful days so that Mm -hmm. they have more independence within their their lives because they want to be out and working around other individuals in the community also just like we want to. So that gives them more independence, and it's really about meeting the needs of the employers. So, yes, we're getting our individuals jobs, but it's also meeting the needs of the business also so that it can be productive on both sides. Absolutely. And we've got some huge success stories. I mean, we've Mm -hmm. got one individual who's worked at Mitsubishi here in um, Swanee Mm -hmm. for 13 years. Right. We have another client that's worked at um, Kroger for the past eight years. And then we have an individual who is our oldest villager at Annandale. He's been at Annandale 44 years. When he came to Annandale, Annandale was like, you grew your own vegetables, you slaughtered your own meat. Well, he didn't like that at the time. <laughs> so he said, but I do want a job and I want a job in the community. Can you help me develop those skills? And we did. Mm-hmm. And he went to work for Gwinnett County Public Schools went to work at Norcross High School, worked for them for 25 years and retired after 25 years and still lives at Annandale Village. Wow. Again, this is Keith Fenton and Charday Jackson with Annandale Village talking about their intellectually disabled residents and what this wonderful, wonderful organization uh, does within our community and for uh, the individuals that live on their property. And I mean, you walk away, you you're 
helping somebody else, but you walk away so blessed. You do. I mean, there's very fulfilling. Oh, most definitely. You know, I can I've worked in the nonprofit sector. This is my 26th year Mm -hmm, and I've worked mm -hmm. for large national and local organizations. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. boy, I tell you what, I've worked at Antidote for the last six years and every day I can look outside of my window and look or walk across the campus and see the impact that we're having, like how my job affects their ability to live a life of quality. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so I love being at Annandale. Oh, well, absolutely. Yeah. I've got some friends that have come down to uh, dis- a physically disabled a community that I uh, oversee and brought their children. And their children are like, let's go back. They <laughs> they want to be involved. <clears throat> Excuse me. And um, one of them's an Eagle Scout. He's building for his Eagle Project. He is building a chicken coop for our homes. Oh, that's, that's terrific. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, he is so excited. So, yeah, it's that unconditional and that purity and innocence of a, your residents. And they just love every, no matter how much or how little, you assist them. And right. I'm still, mm-hmm. you know, very new to Annandale, but... Since I've been working there, it's been a great experience. And one thing that I love is that staff is so dedicated to making sure that our villagers are happy and that they can get all the resources possible. So it's a very good place to work. And you have to have service in you to work with our population. You know, this isn't the type of place where you work to just go get a paycheck. You have to have a heart to work with our villagers. It's a great place to be. It you is. feel like a rock star, too, when you drive onto our campus. It's so, so you nice. drive on, and then the villagers greet you in the morning. Good morning. And then you leave for the day, and they're like, thank you. Bye. We'll see you tomorrow. And if you're not there the next day, where were you? They miss we you. We missed you. They miss you. <laughs> well, even me as a visitor, I'm going through there, and they're coming up and shaking my hand, and a couple coming up and want to give me a hug. And, and I'm a big hugger, so I just get so excited. I am, you too. Know? I, I, I've had people's hand out, uh, give their hand out to shake. And I'm like, mm, if I've met you a couple times, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. So, and these people are so loving. I love it. So uh, definitely. Um, so tell us if people want to get involved with Annandale, what are your needs? We have a lot of needs. The most of all, volunteerism is really important. Because volunteers can truly have an impact on our villagers that staff do not. They allow us to augment the quality of service that we provide. Volunteerism can be from individuals volunteering with our clients Mm -hmm. to churches, civic organizations, corporations. Many corporations are now really engaged in volunteer service for their employees. Mm -hmm. Um, We want to, to continue to grow our program, but they can do volunteer service projects on our campus 365 days a year, we can customize those opportunities. And of course, as the director of development there at Annandale, um, financial support um, is is vitally important. We are a nonprofit organization. We are um, dependent upon the philanthropic community to support the efforts. And I think with both of our organizations, I hope and Annandale, People like to give to success stories, and exactly. boy, oh boy, yeah. if they want to invest in two great organizations to see us continue to grow and to serve at even higher levels, 
There's nowhere else you can go to invest your financial dollars in Annandale and High Hope because we're making an impact. And their gift truly allows us to um, continue to grow as leaders in this population. Okay, so leading into the next one, how do they get in touch with you? Easy. Um, the best thing, easiest thing to do is go to www.annandale.com. That's A-N-N-A-N-D-A-L-E dot org. That's our website. You can find lots of information about that. Or you can simply call us, 770-945-8381. And uh, you can ask for me. I'll be happy to put, point you in the right direction. And that is Keith Fenton at Annandale Village in Swanee, Georgia. Thank you both so much for being on our show. Thank you for having us. And our... Other guest is uh, Nick Reynolds, I'm sorry, with High Hope, and they are located in Lawrenceville, Georgia. So, Nick, tell us what High Hope does. We keep hearing little spurts from Keith about High Hope, and I, I'm just like, oh, I can't wait. So, anyway, tell us. Sure. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's very similar. Um, we uh, support adults with developmental disabilities by connecting them with integrated opportunities for learning, work, and leisure. Um, so we're sort of in the, the whole life game, mm-hmm. um, so to speak. Um, we've been around for 56 years, um, so we've got some experience. And uh, the organization has evolved with the sector, so we started out supporting uh, kids. And then when the school system integrated, we made the choice to move to working with adults. Um, and I, I think it's been fantastic. Um, I have... I literally have yearbooks of some of the people that we are still supporting when they are in second grade. Uh, they grew up with us. Um, and um, I have a, a varied background working in many different industries. And, you know, it's always been a very sort of traditional workforce experience for me. But when you go to a place that's been around for 56 years and the people you're working with have been there that long, uh, it sounds uh, corny, but it is a family uh, environment. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. It is. That's, uh, it's been a while since I've been to y'all's facilities, so I'm going to have to come out there soon because I know y'all have expanded because I hear about it. I've just not been out there. So tell us, give us a brief history, High Hope. Uh, Sure. Well, uh, like I said, you know, we were were, uh, created 56 years ago, a group of parents that uh, had children that they felt weren't, you know, basically um, being served in, in an appropriate fashion, uh, paired up with the Lawrenceville JCs and created High Hope. Um, one teacher, Ms. Viney Lowry, uh, was, was sort of the first person, and it was run out of a garage at the very beginning while they were putting together a facility. And then, um, you know, like I said, uh, we sort of grew up with the county. Um, I have uh, recently... It, you mentioned that we're sort of expanding and, and the expansion and the construction has unearthed a bunch of old um, scrapbooks and photographs and things like that. And so I have photographs of High Hope when, uh, if you've been over onto High Hope Road, you know, it's, it's pretty well developed around there right now, but I have photographs when there's nothing else there. Um, we were the first thing there. So, you know, we just grew up with the county uh, and, uh, and I think, you know, that has made us... Uh, we have a, a very profound investment in the community because of that. I mean, it's our community. It's where we live. It's where we grow. So, um, and now, uh, now we serve, you know, adults. So when the school, like I said, when the school system integrated, we started working with adults and we've been doing that for, uh, since the nineties. So it's great. 
And, you know, Gwinnett County is, I mean, w- there's several wonderful organizations working with intellectual and physically disabled individuals. And, and like you say, they do support them. There is one organization that hires focus mainly on developmental disabilities with and being special needs bakery in Lawrenceville. Yeah. Yeah. They're delicious. Oh, they are. And anybody that's got a disability, they will give you a free birthday cake. So really? Go talk to Tempa. Yes. <laughs> one of our staff members, uh, her son is an employee at special needs and treats. Mm-hmm. And um, they also support our signature event, um, the uh, Gwinnett's Got Talent talent show mm-hmm. um, that's coming up this February. Um, it is a youth talent show, um, and it is a super fun time. We're going to be doing it this year. We're, we're sort of stepping it up a bit. We're doing it at the Infinite Energy Theater. Ooh. Um, first prize um, is going to be $1,000, so it's moved up by 500 bucks. Um, but uh, they, they support it by donating um, some of the cupcakes and stuff that we sell to help um, supplement what we're earning for that event. So we love those guys. Right. Now, how are the programs that High Hope organized? We've got, I think, sort of three core areas. Um, we've got our, our day services program, which is sort of between eight and nine until about two. Um, we've got a residential program as well. We have five group homes that are located throughout uh, Gwinnett County. Um, you would not know that, that that it is a group home. Um, they look like very nice, very well-kept homes. Um, I've heard stories of people who are concerned when we're opening up a group home, and I think that's just the craziest thing because they go to bed early. The um, homes are kept up. Uh, we have, you know, we take care of the lawns. We're the best neighbor you could have. If you hear that a group home is moving in next door, you should be overjoyed. Um <laughs> And then we have supported employment as well, and we have a, a person on staff who who oversees all that. That's wonderful. Yeah, uh, yeah. Group homes are interesting from the perspective of you're right. When they first start in the neighborhood, there's oh my gosh, no, and then they do. They embrace mm-hmm. the residents of that home because they actually see. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what is the high hope? Hundred, and how did it come into being? Sure, uh, the High Hope Hundred. It's actually a great transition from talking about our group homes. So, um, right now we are doing this massive sort of overhaul of all of our facilities, and part of that is um, we are renovating uh, our group homes. Um, nothing wrong with them, but as with any place that a person lives, if it's not growing with you, then there's probably something wrong, you know? So it's it's time to sort of grow with the folks that are, are living there. And so we're updating and upgrading and doing all that. And um, there was a, a sum set at $15,000 that we needed to raise for that. And it was sort of floating around our place. And um, I got to thinking, you know, I don't want to wax too poetic about this, but I've been at High Hope for a year and it has literally changed my life. I mean, th- there's no better way to put it. It has it has changed me in ways that I'll just never, never move back to the other side from. So I wanted to think how I could give back. And um, High Hope is a person-centered facility. So we focus on the individual and what sort of their hopes and dreams and abilities are. And um, we as employees are asked to turn that lens on ourselves. My fairly recently sort of discovered ability is long distance running. I had no idea it was something that I was into, but it it sort of came up um, when I was doing charity running. So the High Hope 100, 
uh, to get to your question, is a nonstop 100-mile run uh, that will be done from the Georgia-Alabama border to our main facility in Lawrenceville. Um, it is, well, hopefully it'll be finishing right about this time two weeks from today. I will be running it by myself um, with a support vehicle. It'll probably take about 30-some hours. Uh, and it was just sort of like, well, this is something I'm passionate about, and High Hope encourages us exploring our passion. So I'm going to put my passion forward for a purpose, and that purpose is going to be to support these people that are my family now. So you're running nonstop, jogging, maybe a walk here and there to catch your breath for 100 miles. 100 miles, yes, ma'am. That is unbelievable. Awesome. Kudos. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, I don't want to be your body <laughs> when you get done. Well, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, sort of key in on that moment of the run. Um, but uh, if you if you talk to my wife, she'd tell you that it's really the preparation. It's the eight months that I've been training. Absolutely. Uh, it's 3 a.m. every morning. It's a restricted diet being bringing up my energy level while I'm at work when I'm utterly exhausted from running, you know, 20, 25 miles before I go to work every day. So that's the real struggle. I'm I, Frankly, I'm looking forward to the run. It's going to be a great conclusion. Oh. We're going to have a blast. We're going to have a party at the end. Everyone's invited. I was. That's exactly, I was going to ask, do you have a kickoff time uh, where people are kicking you off and bringing you home? Uh, so my wife and uh, my boss, Shannon Brabner, who's our director of development, will be um, out at the start on the, on, on the border between the two states with me. Um, and then on, uh, on the 28th, so Friday the 28th, around noon is what we're aiming for. We are going to have a party um, at High Hope um, with all of our sponsors. We um, have some great, great sponsors that um, a lot of them uniquely came out of my participation in the Young Professional Leadership Institute with the Gwinnett Chamber. Um, I went to some of my classmates and said, hey, you know, you're young professionals and you have businesses. Would you be willing to sort of help us out? And so... Uh, Marlowe's Tavern, the one right over here by the chamber, um, mm -hmm. is going to be catering it. Um, they've graciously um, offered that up. Um, uh, Shuma Sports, or Shuma Sports, sorry, um, it designed and put together our jersey. Um, Blue Key Interactive did all of the logos. Um, Barta Group, um, Barta Media Group, um, which they're a part of, also got involved supporting us. Um, and then Mustin Turner's um, is this restaurant kind of out along the way that heard about it and we're like if you swing by we'll give you free food and so we're like all right sounds good that's awesome right well that that's gonna be such a remarkable journey that 30 plus hour run so how is the high hope hundred connected to your organization's philosophy well you know it's like i said it, it's just bringing mm -hmm. out the best in in, in every person and every mm -hmm. individual um and and this i mean we discover this in really unique ways um one of my one of my favorites that i always go back to is this guy uh we have who um we found out was really into fish uh people wouldn't think of this but uh he wound up developing a relationship and, and finding some meaning and going to a local walmart and helping the folks there feed the fish. Uh, if you know, you go through Walmart, they've got like the, the aquarium yeah. station. And, um, you know, and I think it more than anything sort of blew the mind of the person who oversaw that area. They were like, wow, this is incredible. I can be here at work kind of doing my thing and give back. And it's not complicated. 
It's really easy. It's my day to day. What's normal for me can be something important for someone else. It doesn't, you don't have to get super creative necessarily. By all means, if you want to get creative, we love that. But mm-hmm. um, sometimes start at a simple place and take it from there. Absolutely. So other than your High Hope 100, what are uh, other events that our listeners should know about? Well, the talent show, of course, uh, that's a blast. Um, it, we have first, second, third place, uh, $1,000, $500, $250 for anyone who's basically 18 years of age or under. Um, we say Gwinnett, but uh, we have opened it up to, to kids that uh, live outside Gwinnett. It's, it's really open to any kid that's interested in, in sort of supporting our mission. Um, and uh, again, ties into our mission in the sense that, you know, it's about identifying what you are passionate about and what brings, mm-hmm. you know, happiness and hope and joy and meaning to your life. Um, and so kids sort of sync that up with supporting our mission. Again, this is Nick Reynolds with High Hope Service Center. So, Nick, if others want to get involved in High Hope, what do they need to do? Oh, they need to contact me because I'm actually the volunteer coordinator. Uh, so that that's the one of the first places. I mean, one of the first places you can come. That's fairly obvious. Um, when I first came on about a year ago, we had sort of a standard volunteer program where we had, you know, specific roles that you could fill in. Um, and I've pretty much torn up that piece of paper and thrown it out the window. Um, every volunteer opportunity with High Hope now starts with an invitation to come sit down in my office for 30 minutes to an hour. And we talk one-on-one and we make something totally customized to the person every single time. Um, and the reason for that is that we find that um, it allows our volunteers to be more comfortable. They're sort of doing something that they want to be doing anyway. Um, it's about seeing where their passions sync up with the folks, uh, with the passions of the people that we work with. And, uh, you know, it, it also sort of helps us to easily overcome a lot of the, the sort of immediate barriers of, oh, well, you know, I can't, I can't come at these times, so I can't come in. It's like, well, we work around any time constraints because we don't have a set program. Um, or, um, well, I've got kids that have, well, you know, we can, we can find some folks that you can serve where you can bring your kids along and it'll be just fine. No problem. Um, well, you know, I, I didn't really know what I was in, what I wanted to do. I thought maybe I'd come here, uh, try this out. Well, what are you passionate about? Well, um, I have one guy, I'm a photographer. I don't know if that's, why don't you start a photography club at High Hope? Uh, he did. And it's been amazing. And actually about a week ago, we had um, some pretty uh, cool synchronicity when we had him volunteering to take photographs, um, taking pictures of another volunteer group um, doing a, uh, a it, it was a uh, sort of an extension of a Girl Scout project. The families had such a good time that one of the families came back and did some fall plantings for us. And uh, he actually had our individuals taking pictures of these folks who were working with other individuals to uh, do these fall plantings. Um, which was great because I am normally the person that also has that has to take all the pictures. So they were also sort of supporting me in a way by, you know, freeing me up from having to take all the photographs. So I mean, it was just a wonderful moment. And, and these were all just customized, kind of put together to fit in with what people wanted to do. Absolutely. Everybody's given gifts. Sometimes you just got to figure out what those gifts are, but expand it because that's how they can bless others mm-hmm. for sure. And receive blessings in return so um again guys thank you so much all right so you nick can be reached at n reynolds like reynolds rap so n reynolds at highhopecenter.org and that's h-i 
H-O-P-E-C-E-N-T-E-R. And the website? Um, www.highhopecenter.org. Wonderful. Guys, thank you. We, again, have had Charday and Keith with Annandale Village. Before we cut loose for today, wanted to uh, update y'all on a couple events in the area. Tomorrow in downtown Lawrenceville, there's going to be a little festival, and um, proceeds goes to um, Special Needs Bakery and Treats. Also, on November the 4th, the Wishes for Me Foundation, they have homes for physically and uh, mildly intellectually disabled individuals in Lawrenceville. They're having a concert at Buford Community Center, November 4th. Katie Dill, the governor's daughter, Mm. is a professional actress Mm. and singer. Wonderful voice. Her and her husband are going to be out there, and we're going to have the Gwinnett Ballet team come out and do a little pre-show and start, you know, as trigger to getting a little bit of information out there about their Nutcracker 35th anniversary. And uh, Courtney Spencer with the Gwinnett Chamber of Commerce will also be uh, singing opening up with uh, opening up to Katie and Chris. So again, thank you everyone. You guys have a wonderful weekend. You too. You too. Thank you. Thank you.